We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. We're for brewmasters, stockbrokers, beauty queens, and truck drivers. Whatever you do, if you're a Missourian, we're for you. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we've got Missouri covered. Require a lifetime approach to heart health. Sponsored by the American Heart Association. Message and data rates may apply. Do you need a car? Been shopping only to be turned down because of bad credit, low credit, no credit, bankruptcy, or divorce? Guess what? Today's your lucky day. Because now you can buy a car, truck, or SUV, just about any vehicle. It's true. Bad credit doesn't matter. No credit doesn't matter. Bankruptcy or divorce, it just doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, your job is your ticket to your new vehicle. We're Auto Credit Express, and we've helped thousands of people just like you. Antonio H. told us, great company, got me connected, and the day I went in, I drove off in the car I wanted. 100% worth your time. Need a car? Get started now and drive off as early as today. Just text APPLY NOW to 88909 right now to get started. That's APPLY NOW to 88909. Auto financing the easy way. Text APPLY NOW to 88909. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. With Angie, you could cross your next project off your to-do list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need, and we'll handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. Or browse reviews, compare quotes from pros, and connect instantly. All for free. For everything from routine maintenance to a dream remodel. Because however you want your project done, we'll get it done. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and you want to talk about a great start to 2023. It's like I've got Biff's book from Back to the Future, but I don't. I'm just that on fire. Go to FatJackSports.com and win this Super Bowl weekend. You'll get the predicted final score, the top prop bets, and most importantly, you'll make money during this key weekend of the year. FatJackSports.com It's only $99 for football or save a ton of money by getting a preseason package now. Go to FatJackSports.com to win. Now since we've seen Tiger Woods play golf competitively in a non-major that will change next week. Tiger announcing today that he'll compete next week in the Genesis Invitational in Los Angeles. A tournament benefits the Tiger Woods Foundation. It was two years ago after this tournament when Tiger suffered the car crash, which had major leg injuries that Tiger has been dealing with. Nine rounds of golf last year, all of them in the major tournaments. Last time we saw him, he was bowing out didn't make the cut at the 150th Open Championship. 11 games in the association tonight, including the Mavericks in Sacramento to take on the Kings. Luka Doncic out for a fourth consecutive game. He's dealing with a heel injury. He did practice this afternoon in Sacramento for a morning shoot-around. ESPN television doubleheader starts in Boston. Celtics play host to the Charlotte Hornets. Celtics begin life without Jalen Brown for a while. Suffered a broken bone in his face two nights ago. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. They're close, convenient, and have the parts you need fast. Along with excellent customer service from professional parts people you can trust. Stop by your local O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. It's just a public service announcement. Sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. 
It is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is O. And we are back here on the Pulse, broadcasting live from Super Bowl 57 Radio Row. Our Radio Row coverage made possible by Eaton Roofing and Exteriors. Here for the life of your home, Toppers Plus, make your truck work for you, and Davis Liquor Outlet. Find the location nearest you at Davis Liquor Outlet. Dot com Probably should stock up on some stuff for this upcoming weekend by going to Davis Liquor Outlet. But also, Toppers Plus, hey, they do great work and eat roofing and exteriors. Better be thinking of your roof, man. If you need to get some projects done, they do a lot of stuff. Thank you so much to those three sponsors for making our Super Bowl 57 Radio Row coverage a reality. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Pat Strompman. Producing is Jack Johnson. You can give us a call at 316-669-4996. If you don't want to call, check us out with the text line, 316-247-0923. Fire away those Super Bowl predictions. Feel free to text 316-247-0923. Who do you like? What's the score? Who's the Super Bowl MVP? Maybe a, a factor that you're considering here for this game. Hit us up at 316-247-0923. You can also tweet at ESPN Wichita, Pat Strompman, Johnny J underscore 15. You can also send us a message on Facebook, ESPN Wichita 92.3. Here at hour number two, coming up in 17 minutes, we'll be joined by former Seattle Seahawk quarterback and Kansas City Chief, Dave Craig, we'll have him on the program. We're going to talk a little bit about the legendary Derek Thomas game. We have to. It was such a legendary game. But we'll also we'll break down the game coming up this weekend with the Chiefs and the Eagles. After that, we'll be joined by a very special guest, uh, a, a late treat, if you will, kind of the cherry on top of our coverage for this week. We'll be joined by Marshall Falk, that same one who played for the Rams' greatest show on turf. What does he see with this matchup between the Eagles and the Chiefs? So that's coming your way here in just a little bit. We do have a normal segment to get to, though, and that is a Final Four Friday. It is brought to you by Air Quality Control. Hey, the weekend is here, but Air Quality Control is there for you seven days a week. Call 316-295-1195. That is 295 295- 1195. That is air quality control. We're starting to see the weather kind of go back and forth a little bit. Maybe your furnace needs to be checked out. What about your air conditioner? Those people do great work at air quality control. Hit them up. All right, so for our final four Friday, all four Twitter poll questions all have to deal with this weekend because, of course, what else are we gonna do? I could, I could, I could send out a, a tweet involving the Big Twelve and basketball, and so on and so forth. But really, no need to do something like that. It's all about the big game coming up this weekend. We have four Twitter poll questions. You can go to Pat Strathman or ESPN Wichita and vote on every single one of them. We encourage it because we would want your input here for the show. So, the four Twitter poll questions. Final four Friday question 
number one. Well, outside of the quarterback position, which group will be most important this weekend for the Kansas City Chiefs? I hope that people, you know, picked up on that right away. Offensive line, defensive line, secondary, running backs all week long. Here at Super Bowl 57 Radio Row, you've been hearing people talk about the offensive line of the Philadelphia Eagles, offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs. You have the battle in the trenches. That is really the storyline for a lot of people here in Phoenix. Offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs going up against a defensive line unit with four double-digit sack guys. You have 70 sacks for the Eagles, the next closest, 15 sacks away. We've been talking about it all week long. Meanwhile, the Kansas City Chiefs defensive line, they have played exceptionally well these last couple of games for the Kansas City Chiefs. We talked to George Carlotis about this yesterday. And he's like, yeah, we, we just found a way to gel. Ever since the San Francisco game, we kind of feel like we've really come together and we're really playing our best football down the stretch. And it certainly was on full display against Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. Chris Jones doesn't have a postseason sack. What happens? He gets not one but two. You have Frank Clark, who just turns into an excellent pass rusher when he gets to the postseason. George Karloftis has steadily improved. You have Mike Dana, who's... Really a guy that gets overlooked. Secondary for the Chiefs, you have rookies in the secondary with Brian Cook and Joshua Williams and Trent McDuffie and Jalen Watson. It's a young secondary for Kansas City. Very young. You have LeJerry Sneed out there, and certainly got to be a little bit concerned about him because he's on the injury report with that knee issue. So what is that going to look like here for this Sunday? So secondary, you're going up against A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, and you're going up against a scrambling quarterback. How is that going to go? And then the running backs unit figured I'd throw them into the mix. I know someone said, hey, finding healthy pass catchers. Sure, Juju Smith-Schuster, Kadarius Toney, Nicole Hardman, all those guys went down last game. Juju Smith-Schuster seems to be okay. Kadarius Toney, he's probably going to be huge. For this weekend, McCall Hardman on the IR. So you look at the pass catchers for Kansas City. That's certainly an area that you can look at. But running backs, Isaiah Pacheco, Jarek McKinnon, Clyde edwards Larry, Kevin Harlan brought up CEH there in our number one. I don't know how much he's really going to play this week, and he might be inactive this weekend for all we know. But the running backs group, they need to be more balanced and run the football against the Philadelphia Eagles defense. So those are the four groups that I brought up. One group added with pass catchers. I would imagine the offensive line of of Kansas City is going to get the majority of the votes here. And that's because all week long, that's been what we've been talking about. Casey's O-line versus Philadelphia's defensive line. That seems to be the matchup for this week. So I'm going to go with that offensive line. I don't know, probably 47%. So let's go off to line, 47%. Jack, what do you think? I was actually pretty shocked on this one. 47% said D-line. 42% said offensive line. Why do you think that is? See, I think they are kind of picking the same game plan that it was for Cincinnati. 
But here's the thing. The Chiefs can get pressure on Jalen Hurts, but if they can't protect Patrick Mahomes, this game's going to be a runaway. Man, you really think about the Super Bowl, and if we have four defensive linemen like Philly has that have double-digit sacks, well, let's just play the odds here, man. I mean, you have to limit a handful of them. Even if you take away two of them, there's still a chance two more could get to Patrick Mahomes. And if Patrick Mahomes is scrambling for his life, I don't think I need to bring up uh, the trauma and PTSD we all still have from the Tampa Bay Super Bowl. <laughs> right? I mean, that, that literally changed the outcome of this game. It didn't matter if the Chiefs brought pressure on Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes didn't have any time to throw the ball, and if he has no time to throw the ball on Sunday night, it's not going to be a very close game. I think by far and away, this is the game for the offensive line. Yeah, this is it. And to be quite frank, Joe Tooney already has his money. Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, those guys really good on the interior offensive line. You have Andrew Wiley at right tackle, you know, whatever. It is what it is. Orlando Brown Jr., you want to get paid. Do you really want to get paid? I know it's not just based on one game, but one game can go a long ways for that left tackle. And that is the Super Bowl against a Philadelphia pass rush that is number one in the NFL. You want to get paid? Time to step up, big boy. This is it. You bet on yourself? Let's see it. Let's see it in the biggest game of the year. Final Four Friday, question number two. Patrick Mahomes, hey, didn't have a chance to really talk about this in our number one, but Patrick Mahomes is MVP once again. He won his second NFL MVP. Where is he in the greatest quarterbacks of all time conversation? Yep, we are having that conversation because why not? Tom Brady, retired, considered the GOAT. What about Patrick Mahomes? He's already done so much in such little time. Adam Schefter had a tweet just describing all the the stuff Patrick Mahomes has accomplished in five years as a starter, and it is incredible. Two-time NFL MVP, five AFC Championship games all at home, three Super Bowl appearances in four years, one Super Bowl MVP, Three-time All-Pro guy, five Pro Bowls, two-time passing touchdowns leader, NFL record 5,614 total yards in a season. The choices, top five, top ten, top 15, top 20. I'm not going to be surprised if top five is going to be the winner here because, let's be real, look at where we are. It is Kansas, so on and so forth. But you also have the fact of the, you know, the more recency um, bias, if you will, of Patrick Mahomes, that little knee-jerk reaction when you win a, a Super Bowl, it's like, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, of, of course he's going to be that guy. He's going to be top top one. He's not top top five. He's top one. He's number one in the eyes of, of so many people. Still has a long ways to go. At least we hope he still has a long ways to go when it comes to his career. But there's no doubt that his career is off to a fantastic start. What he's been able to do in such a short amount of time I'm going to say top five is going to be the answer. I'd be stunned if top 20 got a vote. And if it did get a vote, must have been a Broncos fan. That would be my guess. So top five, and it's probably a landslide of 65% or so. That's a pretty significant number there. So top five, that is the choice. Top five is the choice here in the voting. 60% of the voters said that. 20% said top 10. 12% said top 15. And surprisingly, 8% said top 20. 
Broncos fans, man. <laughs> or Raiders fans. You that, mean the fans of a team that's never beaten them before? Yeah. yeah. Hey, just saying. I'm sure, I'm sure that's what's going on. <laughs> Some bitter people, man. You know how Twitter is. Come on. You know how that works. What do you think, top five, in your opinion? It's oh, got to be, right? Probably top Easily three. top five. Easily top five. <laughs> I only threw out this question because I knew – I knew it was going to be a landslide. I figured it was going to be, it was going to be easy. But I, I, I'll give it up to people that want to sit and wait. I'll, I'll give it up to people. I'll, I'll give it up to people. But there's also a lot of people saying that Joe Burrow is better than Patrick Mahomes. And if you have Patrick Mahomes in the top five, then what does that mean? All right, Joe Burrow is, is number two, number one. You're uh, you're crazy. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely crazy if that's what you believe in. 316-247-0923. That's the text line. Feel free to hit us up if you want to be a part of our Final Four Friday segment. It's brought to you by Air Quality Control. On to Final Four Friday, question number three, before we are joined by Dave Craig, former chief and Seattle Seahawk. Final Four Friday, question three, which player isn't getting enough attention for the Chiefs headed into this Super Bowl matchup? Trey McDuffie was brought up on the text line when was it? Wednesday? And uh, one of the guys was like, hey, look, Trent McDuffie means so much to this Kansas City Chiefs team. I'm like, okay, I'll hear y'all on it. A lot of people are talking about his name. And the reason why, the, the guy's a rookie. I mean, let's be real. Jarek McKinnon figured out to throw his name into the mix. Isaiah Pacheco has been getting a lot of attention. But what about Jarek McKinnon? When you have a defensive line unit like the Philadelphia Eagles, I would like to think that Kansas City would throw the football a little bit more out the flat and finding guys leaking out like Jerick McKinnon, who's going to be on the field as a pass blocker, but then leak out to catch passes. So Jerick McKinnon's guy, I don't think that's getting enough attention. Defensive lineman other than Chris Jones, you have Frank Clark, you have George Karloftis, you have Colin Saunders, you have Mike Dana, you do you have Carlos Dunlap, you have guys that are not getting a lot of attention there up front for the defensive line. And then Kadarius Tony, really, as much as we have paid attention to Kadarius Tony, I don't feel like anyone's talking about him all throughout the week. No one is. And I don't know if that's because of the injury or what, but Kansas City traded for him for a reason. They, 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 they traded for him, we thought, for the future because you have Juju Smith-Schuster and McCall Harmon. Both those guys very well could not be coming back for Kansas City next year. That is very much a reality for the Kansas City Chiefs. So you go and get yourself a guy and put him in your back pocket and make sure that you have someone available for the future. Well, Kadarius Tony this year, man, it looked like he was going to be great, have a big impact, and then he suffers the injury, and you're like, oh, man, what's going to happen here for Kadarius Tony? The fact that he has been basically upgraded, I think that could be big. I'm not sure how severe the Juju Smith-Schuster stuff is. No idea. I would like to think it's probably no big deal. You do have Justin Watson who should be available for this week. We talked to him earlier this week, and he basically said that everything everything was, was fine. So Kadarius Tony, I think, is a very interesting one because I don't think anyone's really talking about Kadarius Tony. So... I don't know. This one's a kind of a tough one, Jack. And who knows? No one really inserted another another player. So I'm assuming I got the right ones picked here. I, I didn't have Willie Gay Jr. on this list or Nick Bolton. Maybe linebackers could be important in this game. So 
I don't know what to make of this. I'm going to lean toward Jarek McKinnon, though. I'm going to go with Jet. We'll go with him. Um, probably 39% Jarek McKinnon. 36% of the voters said D lineman other than Chris Jones. 29% said Kadarius Tony. 21% said Jarek McKinnon. And 14% said Trent McDuffie. Who's a player that we haven't really talked about this week? Did we talk about pretty much everyone? I mean, it's this might be a little bit of an obvious one, but I mean, Harrison Butker has been very good in the postseason. Uh, I think I could definitely see a scenario in which it comes down to whether Jake Elliott or Harrison Butker can hit, hit the big kick uh, late in the fourth quarter. Special teams. I thought about, I didn't put that in terms of position group. I should have done special teams. <laughs> <laughs> for the first question, but it is it is what it is. All right, moment of truth, because I'm not sure if we're going to have enough time to get to this later on. Because, look, we got Marshall Falk later, in, and we have Dave Craig just around the corner. So I don't know if we're going to have enough time to truly make a prediction at the very, very end. So now is the time for our Final Four Friday question number four, brought to you by Air Quality Control. Prediction time. It's the Chiefs and the Eagles, number one team in the NFC, number one team in the AFC, linking up in Super Bowl 57. Point totals 51. The spreads one and a half in favor of Philadelphia. Does Philadelphia cover, win, but not cover, or did the Kansas City Chiefs get the win? And I'm I'm assuming right now that Kansas City is going to get a lot of votes because of who follows us, Chiefs fans, let's be real. In terms of, or maybe, you know what, Jack, maybe we will save it for later. No, let's do it now. In terms of how I feel like this game is going to play out. So, Philadelphia all week long, we heard that Philadelphia is the best roster. Philadelphia 2 through 53 is better than Kansas City, which, okay, you're discrediting Travis Kelsey. You're discrediting Chris Jones. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is better than Jalen Hurts. At least I would think that that's a a given to most people. So you look at the complete roster, and it's like, okay, it's it's the complete roster here for Philadelphia versus star power of Kansas City. Everyone's like, look, I'm picking Philly, but there is Patrick Mahomes. And certainly Patrick Mahomes is the reason why he don't bet against them because the, the guy seems to deliver in uh, big-time moments, uh, to, to say the least. And I like to think he's going to be ready to rock and roll for Sunday. I really do believe that. Andy Reid, I think, will throw out some different wrinkles. I talked to someone yesterday in a podcast saying, look, I think Philadelphia is being given the crown already. But, yeah, I think you can question the strength of schedule compared to the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs, I think, have been tested more than Philadelphia. Both quarterbacks, I think, are playing under 100%. Travis Kelsey is better than Dallas Goddard. I can go down the line and and pick position by position. I can do that. At the end of the day, I am rooting for Kansas City. Everyone should know that. But at the very beginning of the year, like Fat Jack said, look, if you had Philadelphia at the beginning of the year, you're not going to change it now. And I thought Philadelphia was a dark horse at the very beginning of the season. Really did. 
I obviously love the Chiefs. I love Patrick Mahomes. But I do think that the Chiefs' offensive line going up against Philadelphia's defensive line, I think that could be a problem. And I think that the key is if the Chiefs could come out on fire right out, right off the bat, I like their chances, but I just I just don't know. I think there's going to be a, a key turnover. I think it's going to cost Kansas City, and I think Philadelphia is going to hang on for a three-point win, 23-20. That is my official prediction for this upcoming weekend is Philadelphia. Now, I have not had good success picking Chiefs games. <laughs> so, hey, Chiefs fans should be happy with that prediction because that means Kansas City's going to get the win. I just look at Philly. I look at the defensive line unit, and I just look at how they run the football. And, and to me, Philadelphia's roster, it is truly complete. It is. It's a truly complete roster. It is. Chiefs have more star power. But I look at Philadelphia, I think, top to bottom. I really do like Philadelphia and what the Eagles have. Jack, I know you're picking Kansas City, so I don't even need to ask you for your opinion. I know you're picking the Chiefs. Of course I'm going to roll with the Chiefs. There's one game of course to go. Uh, why would I that's need fine. to pick Philly? Yeah. That, that's kind of where I stand on this. Now, from a logical aspect, I wouldn't be shocked if Philly wins. And right. I think of actually course. what has given me more confidence now in Kansas City is what Fat Jack said in the last segment, right? That against really good offenses this year, sure. these defenses have been very good. And that really yep. was the number one cause for concern going into this game. Not so much the Chiefs' health is that they had a really good pass rush, but when they've gone up against Aaron Rodgers, the Dallas Cowboys offense, they've built up 33 points and 40 points. So Kansas City is a better offense than both those teams, whether they're slightly banged up or not. And you kind of feel like as long as they are healthy up front of their offensive line, which they are, you feel pretty good with this team. I've made it this far picking the Chiefs uh, a handful of times. Might as well keep rolling with it. I'm not backing down now. Yep. Yep, keep rolling. Nope, I'm not going to tell you the you know switch your pick or anything because I wouldn't be surprised if Kansas City wins either. I really want it. But, man, and I'm not just picking Philly because of what I've heard all, all week long. It's because of what I've seen for Philly all season long. That's why I'm rolling with Philadelphia. That's why. As much as I want to sit here and question their, their strength of schedule, I still look at what they have, and I still think they're very impressive. Not to say Kansas City's a slouch of a team, because the Chiefs are not. I hope they get the job done. Hart says Chiefs, head saying Philly. Which one's going to win? We'll find out on Sunday. And I don't even need to you know, tell you the percentage. It's going to be Chiefs, right? Chiefs, what, 20, not 20, I'm sorry, 75%? It's got to be, right? <laughs> you might have to go a little bit higher than that. 81%. 81% say the Chiefs are yeah, going to win. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. All right, that's our Final Four Friday brought to you by Air Quality Control. we got to hustle because straight ahead, it's Dave Craig, former Seahawk great, also played with the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll talk to him about the big game next. It's the Pulse broadcasting live from Super Bowl 57 Radio Real. The heartbeat of Wichita sports fans. The Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Hey, this is the Fat Jack, and you want to talk about a great start to 2023. It's like I've got Biff's book from Back to the Future, but I don't. I'm just that on fire. Go to FatJackSports.com and win this Super Bowl weekend. You'll get the predicted final score, the top prop bets, and most importantly, you'll make money during this key weekend of the year. FatJackSports.com. It's only $99 for football or save a ton of money by getting a preseason package now. Go to FatJackSports.com to win.
Kansas City is back in the big game. How did they get there? By having a strong work ethic and great attention to detail. Those are the same values of the successful team at Eaton Roofing and Exteriors. Now celebrating their 30th year in business, Eaton Roofing and Exteriors has been the proven winner since 1993. Roofing, siding, windows, and doors, they do that and so much more. Find this winning team at EatonRoofing.com. Wireless headphones. That'll be $200. I'll use my Capital One Quicksilver card. Now that's a hit. You used the Capital One Quicksilver card, which makes you the hero of every purchase. With Quicksilver, you earn unlimited 1.5% cash back on every purchase everywhere. I wanted running music, but unlimited 1.5% cash back is pretty heroic. Good instincts. Every hero needs a theme song. The Capital One Quicksilver card. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hi, this is Brian Davis with Davis Liquor Outlet. And this is Blake Davis with another great deal on Miller Lite 16-ounce, 24-pack cans, just $27.99. And don't forget about Seagram 7 1.75 liters, only $18.99. Davis Liquor Outlet, each store independently owned and operated. Excludes 31st Meridian. We continue the broadcast live from Super Bowl 57 uh, Radio Row. We are here in Phoenix, Arizona, and pleased to be joined by another special guest. This time on the phone line, although he is in Arizona, Dave Craig, quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, Kansas City Chiefs, Detroit Lions, Arizona Cardinals, Chicago Bears, Tennessee Oilers, three-time Pro Bowler. We can go on and on. Dave, glad to have you here on the show. How are you doing? I am doing fine. I'm not too far away. I'm kind of glad I'm not down at Radio Row. It's just a bunch of people down there. You know, early in the morning, they're all over talking to somebody. But uh, I'm glad to have. I'm glad you have me on it. By the way, it's not the Tennessee Oilers. It's the Tennessee Titans. When I played the first year there, they were called the Tennessee Oilers, and then the next year, uh, we they changed it to the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> it's one of those weird things, right? I couldn't remember the transition. Hey, They're Oilers and Titans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, for sure. Washington Commanders, everything's changing. So. Yeah, without question. Without question. Well, this week it's it's Super Bowl 57. You have Philadelphia and Kansas City. Chiefs, number one seed on the AFC side of things. You have the number one seed on the NFC for the Philadelphia Eagles. And here they are meeting up in the game's biggest game. What do you make of this matchup coming up on Sunday? I think it's very interesting. Two different styles. It's like uh, the Eagles are like Joe Frazier, right? They're always going to come plod. They're going to be right in front of you with their offensive line, which is an unbelievable offensive line. Travis Kelsey, Lane Johnson, um, they got two or three other guys. I can't think of their names. They have an awesome awesome offensive line and an awesome defensive line. So they're just going to try to put pressure on Patrick Mahomes. I can't see the Chiefs rushing, running very much, but if Patrick Mahomes gets some passes off and get it at that secondary, then they'll have a chance. But the Eagles are going to run the football, and they're going to try to get pressure on Patrick Mahomes. So it's going to be interesting. I don't know how it's going to turn out. We'll be able to tell probably by the first, second quarter how the offensive and defensive lines for both teams are doing. All right. Well, let's let's start with Kansas City, and then we can transition to Philly a little bit more. Patrick Mahomes at QB for the Kansas City Chiefs. He plays on that high ankle sprain against Cincinnati, and he delivered a very epic performance, able to run in the the biggest moment of the game, gets hit out of bounds, setting up a 45-yard field goal for Harrison Bucker. But all throughout the game, McCole Hardman, 
goes down. Kadarius Tony goes down. And here he is with a wide receiver like Marcus Kemp on the field, who, by the way, uh, he's still a pro. So, obviously, there's, he's still pretty good. But this yep, is a guy who, yep, who yep. normally is a special teamer. And here he is playing, you know, sp- specific snaps on the offensive side. Juju Smith-Schuster not part of the game. So, Patrick Mahomes – Skyler Moore played. Uh, Skyler Moore played. He's not – he didn't even hardly play it. He played defense, and he got in for a few snaps. <laughs> yes, they had they, – they were down to hardly anybody is what you're saying on their offense. Yeah, the without question. Right? Yeah, without question. So, when you take a look at that performance by, by Patrick, being a, a former QB yourself – what do you make of, of what Patrick was able to do being limited with that right ankle sprain on that plant leg and then on top of that losing some of his top options out there on the football field? I, I think he did an exceptional job, you know, not having his normal receivers and being able to adapt. Uh, he's very good at that. But I'd like to say, though, that i got to give a lot of credit to the Kansas City Chiefs defense versus Joe Burrow and that Cincinnati Bengals offense. They, they stopped them <clears> – <throat> Uh, to enable Patrick Mahomes to have that little scramble and then get the personal foul. So the defense for the Chiefs are going to have to play really good. I think the Chiefs' offense, the receivers, are going to be back for this game for the most part, um, except for Hardman, right? He'll be out with that pelvis and yeah. pelvic injury, right? Yep. So um, he's going to have a tough time. Like I said, that defense for the, for the, for the Eagles, I mean, when you're back up, defensive tackle is Ndamukong Sue. I mean, you're looking at a dang good defensive line, so that ankle and everything, there's going to be a lot more pressure coming at them from the Eagles than from the Cincinnati Bengals as well. You know, you'd think, gosh, they should have scored more points against the Bengals if they're all that good, and they barely did beat the Bengals. That's what gives me a little hesitancy about if they can beat the Eagles because the Eagles, I think, are a pretty darn good football team on, uh, on the offensive defensive line. Patrick Mahomes winning another... MVP, out to him. Yep. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, it, here he is in year five as a starter, and he, he has two two MVPs, able to host five AFC Championship games. The list goes on and on and on with, with Patrick Mahomes. But this year is certainly different than what we saw last year, David. Uh, you look at what he went through last year. So many teams playing the – that the too high safety look in telling him basically, hey, run the football, check down. But I think you saw his play last year. He didn't necessarily want to, to do that. But you look at him this year, here he is spreading the ball around to nine different guys, ten different guys, six different guys. It's, it's very consistent. You still have Travis Kelsey getting a lot of the targets, but you have more balance with this offensive approach with no – Tyree Kill, who Kansas City traded away. What does that say about Patrick Mahomes? Is this that the last year? I said it. I said it last year. I was like, look, this this year, this type of performance by Patrick Mahomes is is going to do him wonders. I think it's going to make him even deadlier going forward. Do, do you think the, the the same way as I do with what he learned last year to this this year? Did that make him more deadly for this year? Um, the only thing that was the difference is you're losing a guy with the speed of Tyreek Hill who opened the top of a bunch of defense. Even if they played too high, he could run through through them. Um, but the one thing they have is Kelsey. You've got to have – if you didn't have Travis Kelsey, a really good tight end, it would be a lot different story. But uh, Patrick has done amazing. I mean, like you said, five to host five AFC championship games in your first five years is incredible. Uh, that kid – that kid does even better than Brady in the sense that he does have Andy Reid, 
But Bill Belichick was a great defensive coach, so he was able to put a lot of his emphasis on stopping the other teams to help Tom Brady. Uh, Andy, I mean, uh, Pat Mahomes doesn't have that so much. I mean, the defenses for Kansas City are great, are, are good, but they're not great. They're not spoken about very much. You talk about Chris Jones and, and some of the, those guys, but they don't have a defense that uh, that is as uh, insurmountable as the Patriots. And that's, I think, what also makes Patrick Mahomes good. He has to go out there every day, every week, and perform complete passes and beat Patrick Mahomes, and that's hard to do. Pleased to be joined by Dave Craig, Long-time quarterback at the NFL ranks. You're broadcasting live for Super Bowl 57, Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona. It's the Chiefs and Eagles. When you look over at Philadelphia, Dave, you have Jalen Hurts at quarterback, a guy who, you know, we talked about Patrick Mahomes, that ankle, but Jalen Hurts, I don't think anyone's talking about the shoulder because I don't think anyone knows what's going on with the whole wait, shoulder. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go there, let's just say this. He was second. In the NFL MVP voting, uh, yep. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. So you got the first, first and second place in the NFL MVP voting, and I saw on TV where this has happened four or five times in the history of the NFL, and the, and the guy that finished second won every time. But it's it's a it's a great testament to Jalen Hurts uh, with his story going from Alabama, being benched for Tua, then going to Oklahoma, and then going to Philly having a so-so year, then last year, well, can he throw? And then this year they're running the read option to death. And then, you know, once teams figure that out, I think they'll get him. But uh, I think Jalen Hurts has been an unbelievable uh, thing, an intestinal fortitude to just staying true to himself, staying strong. He sounds like a man of great character, and he's got great sayings and belief. And uh, that's also hard to beat. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has talent, but when you got something inside of you like Jalen Hurts, that's something you can't measure. Yeah, and you just brought up a lot there about Jalen Hurts. Is that the biggest reason why he's had such a big jump, just because he just stays true to himself? I like to think Nick Sirianni deserves a lot of credit, right, because he's playing to, I think, the strength of his quarterback, right? He's not trying to, well, to well, force it. Well, well, it's very similar to the 49ers, right? They can have anybody at quarterback, and you can still have a good football team because they have the pieces on offense and defense. And I think the Eagles are like that too, but now you have a quarterback – that can run the football, and that's very puts a lot of stress on defense. They usually uh, make all their defenses up to stop ten players, which is you know on a running play, a quarterback hands off, passing play, the quarterbacks in the pockets. So you just have to deal with ten players. But with Jalen Hurts, he's the eleventh guy. He can take the ball and run thirty, forty yards, you know, untouched. So linebackers have to always be wary of did he did he hand the ball off or is he keeping it? So that's you know it's college football in a sense, but it's very difficult for NFL defenses to adjust to. How do the Chiefs handle Philadelphia's pass rushing unit? A pass rushing unit that has logged seventy sacks and four yes. guys have double digit sacks this year. Yes. That's what I was trying to talk about earlier, is that that is going to be the most difficult thing for the Chiefs to do. They're going to have to get off quick passes. Um, they're going to have to get that defense tired, uh, the defensive line tired, get them going side to side as much as they can, drop drop back and throw quick passes, but you can't sit back there for three or four seconds. That, that defense will get to you. Hassan Radica had an un, unbelievable year. i never seen a guy have over 20 sacks and not get as much uh, recognition as he did. And uh, like you said, their whole defensive line, Cox, uh, they got uh, Ingram. They got, they got so many guys there. I mean, it's just a great defense. I don't know. If the Chiefs can stop them, then the Chiefs have a really good chance. For sure, and I'll be really curious to see how it all plays out coming up on Sunday, and I'll get your official prediction coming up here before too long. But I do want to ask you know, some other stuff here, Dave, while we have you. So the Hall of Fame class officially 
you know, announced last night and seeing some of those guys. One I, offensive player. One offensive player, and he was a lineman, Joe Thomas. Yeah, what do you make of that? What do you make of that? I thought it was a great class. I thought it was stellar when you, th- when you look at it. Yeah, I, I, I see all the names on there. I think they're all, all good. I just think it's ironic that it was only one offensive player, and it was Joe Thomas. He's so funny. He's a <laughs> typical offensive lineman. Uh, Chuck Howley from way back in the old Dallas Cowboy days with uh, Tom Landry when they used to play against the Green Bay Packers in the in the late '60s. I mean, he's in there, so uh, it's a, it's a really good class. I want to go back to Jalen Hurts a little bit. You went to uh, NAIA school, and the reason why I bring this up yeah, because Milt, Milt, yeah, Milt, I went to Milton College in Wisconsin, yeah. NAIA school. Division three. <laughs> yeah. So low. Yeah. So I want to bring this up because, you know, with, with us being in Wichita, you have Friends University there at NAI School and the KCAC. I've covered the KCAC for this is my seventh year now. And just seeing mm-hmm. some of the players is just incredible because I'm like, man, there's some really good talent here. But of course, you know, some of that talent doesn't get noticed for, you know, a variety of reasons. You know, some guys might be there because you're not nearly as big. Uh, they're not a six foot four defensive lineman. They're a, a 5'11", six-foot defensive lineman. Uh, I saw one guy in Shaq Bradford who had seven and a half sacks in a game, and I'm like, this this just happened. Like That's how good he is. He's just incredible. So from an NAI, NAI perspective, obviously, you know, you, you had a chip on your shoulder, right? So Jalen Hurts, kind of a similar way. I know it's not NAI, but, you know, how big of a deal is that when you, when you come from uh, – you know, that situation, obviously you have a chip on your shoulder, right? So is that what has led to, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts? So can you can you sort of share similar feelings, I guess, with, with what Jalen Hurts yes, was yes, dealing with? Yes, 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 but I can't, I can't do it in the same regards. Like, so guys that go to NAIA schools, there's two things that they have going against them. Is one, why did they have to go to NAIA school? Why weren't they good enough to go to a state college or at least the University of Wisconsin type thing? So you got that against you. And the second thing is they look at, well, if the guy had seven – sacks in a game, well, you must not have been playing against very good talent. So right away you got two things going against you if you're from an NAIA school. You know, you, see, you heard about Carson Wentz and then Watson, the receiver for uh, the Packers this last year from North Dakota, North Dakota State. Um, those schools are getting some looks. But NAIA schools, it's hard just because they don't, like, they don't look at the talent. But I, when I went to the NFL, I didn't have a chip on my shoulder so much as I just wanted to be in the NFL. I, that was my dream and that's what I always wanted to do. Jalen does have some chips on his shoulder, you know, from like we talked about earlier when he got taken out of the game and the, the national championship game, then go to Oklahoma. I mean, and to sit there for the next year watching Tua, he had to go through a lot of things to stand on the sideline as a starting quarterback, and now you're the backup quarterback to a kid that's just a freshman. And now he's a star- that, that That builds a lot of intestinal fortitude and strength inside of you so that you just don't go crazy. And I think Jalen has that in him, believe me. He's been told no by a lot of people. He's using that. Yeah, for sure. And I, you know, motivation. When Patrick Mahomes finds motivation, you know, that's what that's what good guys do, right? That's what good athletes do. You find motivation in a variety of ways. So, I, I do got to ask the the Derek Thomas game. Uh, you can you mm-hmm. can you can you can you know send me a nasty text after if, if I'm bringing up a sore no, memory. No, no, but, no, no, no. but here's here's the I, thing. I love Derek. We, I, we, we were teammates. We were teammates two years later. Right. I, I so, to Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. So what was that like? So so that game, right? So you know, Derek Thomas obviously goes off, but at the end of the day, you had the, you had the last line. You know what that was like? No, no, no. What that was like was I should have got that last sack. I should have got. That's what he was saying to me while they're playing golf at River Falls during training camp. You know, and uh, playing with Neil Smith. Uh, uh, 
it, it was fun. Joe Montana was there. Nick Lowry. I mean, we had some guys out there, and then yeah, they would they would bring he would bring that up every once in a while. That one really hurt him. He goes, you know, they did the flyover because his dad was a. Uh, missing in action, uh, Air Force guy. But little did Derek know that I had a friend of mine that flew F-15s in Desert Storm as well, and he got killed in a car accident. But Derek, that was a big day for Derek's dad and everything too. So, uh, But we won the game in the last second with no time left on the clock to a touchdown pass to Paul Scanzi. That's what I remember the most. And that's what Derek remembers the most because that's the last line in our argument. <laughs> he said, well, what was the reaction like when, when, when you landed into Kansas City and he's there? Did you just go, hi, remember me? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We just started talking at first. And then as, as it got going, you know, you got to get to know each other. But Derek Thomas was a good man, a good friend. God bless his soul, man. He's, he's a good person. And uh, he got me – I mean, you're playing an arrowhead. They get an extra jump on the ball. It looks like a half second. When you go watch it on film, he's already across the line, and our offensive tackle is just coming out of his stance. So uh, he was a good. He was a. He was a great defensive uh, linebacker and and rush end. Uh, Derek Thomas was. <laughs> well, I had to ask that because I'm like, man, if if yeah, I if a I'm a guy. No, I was good. I was I was beat up pretty good after that game. I was like a rug on the line out there, and your mom was. Beating the dust off of it. That's what it looks like. <laughs> well, hey, all right. Before I let you get going, let's get an official prediction. Chiefs, Philly, who wins? Who's the MVP? I don't know who's going to win. I really don't know who's <laughs> going to win. Uh, the MVP, I'm thinking the MVP is going to be somebody other than the usual suspects. It may be a defensive lineman. It may be a tight end, you know, Kelsey. Um, it could be uh, the receiver for the Eagles. I don't know who the MVP is going to be, and I have no idea who's going to win the game. I don't know. Well, I hope it's That's good. That's my prediction. It's going to be, <laughs> going to be a tie. <laughs> what, what Dave Craig's saying, it's going to be 0-0, and it's going to you know, end in a tie. Okay, we have okay, our first okay, co-champions. Let me, let me say this. I'm, a, I'm going to pick – pick I'm going to pick – gosh, I hate doing this. I just think if you got a good quarterback, you should win. I'm, but i got to pick the Eagles, I think. I don't know why, but well, I mean, you're the, that, first one, you're the first person to ask me to give me a prediction. I have never been asked a prediction on the game yet. <laughs> well, all week long, it's going to be that close. <laughs> it's going to be that close a game. It's I can't tell, man. Two different styles. Uh, you got an offense, and then you got a defense and a running attack. It's that's hard. Yeah, for sure. Well, Dave, I thank you so much for your time. You have yourself a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. All right, thank you very much. Dave Craig of the Seattle Seahawks here on the Pulse on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM, broadcasting live from Super Bowl 57 Radio Row. Thank you so much to Dave Craig for joining the program. Our Super Bowl Radio Row coverage made possible by Eaton Roofing and Exteriors, Typers Plus, and Davis Liquor Outlet. All right, our final timeout. When we return, we'll be joined by the legend himself, Marshall Falk. He's just around the corner, and then we'll wrap things up. Here on the Pulse, broadcasting from Super Bowl 57, Radio Row. This is the Pulse on Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's be real. Retirement is expensive, and inflation is making it even harder with the cost of everything going up from pet food to a dozen eggs. Wouldn't it be great? if the cost of your health care could go down. Well, MediShare 65 Plus 
is $99 a month for ages 65 to 74. And for many with Medicare Parts A and B looking at other options, that's 50% or more saved per month. No gimmicks. It's $99 a month and you can use any Medicare approved doctor or facility and you get 24-7 access to telehealth from the convenience of your home. Better yet, MediShare is a Christian nonprofit organization. It's a community that'll pray for you and encourage you. And since we've cut out the middleman, you get to keep the savings. Call now. You can learn more about MediShare 65 Plus. Here's the number. 844-SHARE-65. That's 844-SHARE-65. 844-SHARE-65. Today on Hey Culligan, smooth skin and soft hair comes from where? Here's Mike. Hey Culligan, I've tried every conditioner, lotion, and body wash known to man, and my skin still feels like sandpaper. It could be your water, Mike. Oh, that's harsh. More like hard water. Are you interested in smart, high-efficiency water softeners from Culligan Water? Huh? Want baby smooth skin and soft, luxurious hair? <laughs> yeah, can you hurry? I have a date tonight. We're already on the way, Mike. Let us help you out with the free in-home water test from a local Culligan Water expert at Culligan.com. How do holiday grill masters take food from good to... Mm, wow. Kingsford 100% hardwood pellets. Made in the USA with North American ingredients and 100% natural hardwood blend, Kingsford wood pellets can be used on any pellet grill and add delicious, smoky wood flavor to any holiday meal. So look for Kingsford 100% hardwood pellets. Because with Kingsford, the holidays just taste better. Find at homedepot.com. Are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern to see what prop bet will be boosted. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code Wichita. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code Wichita. Gambling problem? Getting help is your best bet. Call 800 4700 21 and over and physically present in Kansas. Bonus issued as free bets. Opt-in required for odds boost. Bet type and amount limits vary. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. We continue to broadcast live from Super Bowl 57 Radio Row in Phoenix, Arizona. Another special guest, pleased to be joined by the legend Marshall Falk in the house. Marshall, how are things going, man? Going good, going good. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Glad to hear that, man. Absolutely. Well, this week it's Philadelphia and Kansas City. Number one seed on the AFC side. Number one seed in the NFC. When's the last time it was one versus one? It's it, been a while, right? It's been a little while. Right. It's been a little while. And I think we were I think back then when that happened, I think it was a thriller of a ball game. So what do you make of this matchup coming up on Sunday? Um I, I, I like it. I like I, I like, you know, on both sides, very detail oriented coaches. Um they don't beat themselves. They won't make bonehead mistakes, but this game is going to and, and it's not sexy. I tell people it's not sexy when you tell them 
this game is going to come down to the line of scrimmage, who wins it. <laughs> and, and, and whether, uh, you know, it's Kansas City offensive line or Kansas City defensive line, they're going to have to show up to play because I know Philadelphia's defensive line and offensive line will show up to play. Well, I hope for Kansas City's sake. That's the main thing. Patrick Mahomes, a little bit hobbled because of that ankle, but he's had a little bit of time to rest on it. So what do you, what do you see from Kansas City's offense, especially with Patrick Mahomes leading the charge? Um, well, obviously they're diverse. You know, you, <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you lose a Tyreek Hill and make it back to the big show? That, that never happens. But here's what they did. They reinvented themselves and showed people that they can, they can move the ball down the football field and still win games like that without the big explosive plays. Mm-hmm. And they found and, and, and they found in doing that gives your defense a lot of risk. Mm-hmm. So on the back end, I, 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 think, I think the hole is on the back end, can their young secondary hold up in this game? Yeah, for sure. Now, you part of the greatest show on turf. Any similarities between what you guys did back then with this year's Kansas City Chiefs? I, I think it just looks fun. What, what, what we did was we made the game look fun. Mm-hmm. And and they have fun playing the game. A lot of teams, they just that they're winning, but they. And I'm 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 a point this out. The New England Patriots won a lot, but they didn't look like they were having fun. <laughs> they won a lot, man. But it just didn't look like that they were having fun. And you know, sometimes you can take the fun out of it, and the fun is in the winning. Mm-hmm. But I just want to have fun playing the game. Philadelphia, all about the run, right? It's Jalen Hurts and three other, uh, three other guys right there able to run the football. It's a four-headed monster there. What do you see from Philadelphia's rushing attack? What what makes them so good when it comes to running the football? The P.O. part of it, the pass option. (laughs) It's not just them running the ball. It's that in those formations that they run the ball out of, they also have pass plays and they have pass options that they can show you the same thing. And you shut down the run and they have a counter for you. And and you just – you then don't have an answer because football – it's been a long time since football was played 11 on 11. And now the quarterback being introduced to the game, being able to throw the ball in the passing game like normal and do what they do, it's, 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 almost, it's almost unstoppable. They, they made San Francisco in that second half <clears throat> understand that San Francisco did not have a quarterback that could actually complete a pass. But defensively, to watch San Francisco look confused and befuddled, that never happens. happened to that defense. And they warmed down and they had so many answers for all the stuff that San Francisco was doing. All right, so we know what you can do as a tailback. You were able to run the football, able to catch, all that wonderful stuff. Pass, pass protection. Real quick before I let you go, pass protection as a running back. Kansas City's going up against one of the best defensive lines of football. Yep. So how did the running backs get involved with this? Or do they not get involved? Is it simply just offensive line, do your job? If, if, I, if I know Andy Reid, and Andy Reid is – one of the smarter minds in the game. Here's what he does. There's a reason why Philadelphia run a lot of RPOs because they know it work. They will have a lot of RPOs, and what that does is that take the back out of blocking responsibilities, and it makes defense have to have to wait and read. Yeah. And so now you'll see you will see Kansas City run more RPOs in this game because they understand that Philadelphia it's a problem for them as well. Who wins? Uh, I'm going Philly. I think consistency, offensive line, defensive line. Okay, before I let you get going, we've got to talk about why you're here walking around, drugfreeworld.org. What's going on with this? I was just educating kids, educating adults, <clears throat> people who need information about drugs. Um, there's a lot. I'm not telling people don't do it. I just want to educate you that you make a decision, that you make the right decision. A lot of kids, they're getting peer pressured because they want to have an experience. Well, go to drugfreeworld.org. 
we're going to show you what that experience looked like. We give you all the information and education so you can make the right decision because the right decision now could save your life. It's not just drug abuse or drug use. You can die. You can die in today's world. So just trying to save some lives. Love it, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Hall of Famer Marshall Falk here at Super Bowl 57 Radio Row. Our Radio Row coverage made possible by Eaton Roofing and Exteriors, Toppers Plus, and Davis Liquor Outlet. Thank you so much to those sponsors for making our Super Bowl 57 Radio Row coverage possible here for this year. Before we officially say goodbye... Do have to tell you what's on tap for this upcoming weekend. It's brought to you by Wooshock Wheat. If you're a diehard Wichita State fan, show your support by enjoying a new look, new taste, Wooshock Wheat, the official beer of the Shockers. This American Wheat Ale, brewed by Wichita Brewing Company, features a light body, clean palate, and a hint of bright citrus. Believe me, it will be your go-to beer. When you take a drink of it, it will be your go-to beer. I promise you. Also, too, a portion of all sales supports Wichita State University. Who doesn't love helping out your local school? It's Wichita State University. Must be 21 or older to enjoy. Coming up tonight, we do have a very special edition of Overtime. It's the best of Radio Row. It's a three-hour program from 6 to 9. So that's taking place after Seren Petro with the program. Coming up at 6 o'clock. Tomorrow, We'll have another show from 10 to 1. We have K-State at Texas Tech. 5 o'clock pregame. Tip-off at 6 here, right here on ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Then we have the Lakers versus the Warriors at 9 o'clock. Then on Sunday, the best Chiefs pregame around. It's the Central Bank of the Midwest pregame show starting at 10 o'clock. You can catch it right here on ESPN Wichita, and then we have the Grizzlies and the Celtics. In addition to those things taking place, you do have Kansas and Oklahoma tomorrow. Noon is the tip-off time for that, and for Wichita State, the Shockers, they're looking to bounce back after suffering a loss to Central Florida. It's a game with SMU coming up on Sunday, tip-off at 3 o'clock. And, of course, the big game coming up, on Sunday, 5.30 kickoff in Arizona. Chiefs and Eagles. And we will recap it all coming up on Monday here on the show. That's what's on tap. Brought to you by Wushak Week. We are done. We have reached the finish line. Boy, what a great week it was. If you missed any of the audio from this week, highly, highly, highly recommend checking out our podcast page espnwichita.com you can also find on spotify and apple music thanks again to ian roofing and exteriors toppers plus and davis liquor outlet for making this week a reality coming up on monday we'll have reaction from super bowl 57 go chiefs hope they get the job done for producer jack johnson i'm pat Stroutman saying so long wichita Have a terrific weekend. We'll see you on Monday at 2 o'clock here on The Pulse on Wichita Sports Leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. Hey, Wichita, it's Pat, and I'm here.